Welcome back to the Travcess Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron. We are healthcare travelers and the creators of Travcess. Travcess provides on-the-clock, off-the-clock resources for healthcare travelers, on-the-clock being our course, Travelers School, and this podcast, and off-the-clock being Travcess Adventures, which we are currently in Bali, about to start our 2023 Travcess Bali Adventure. We have people flying in today. It is insane. We are excited. But we have a really good topic for you. The Gibsons have switched it up again in true Gibson fashion, and we're going to get into all the deeds with that right now. Okie dokie. All right. I like that I'm just the solo intro guy. It does feel good. It's like, it's just done. It's not like. Because we can get on a banter, and then it's like, oh, crap. Like, And then we've talked for 20 minutes, yeah. and yeah, I feel like you just nail it every time. Thanks, buddy. And it's just like an unexplained, like, we just know. It's an understanding. Like, you're always going to start it. I sit here and stare at you, and like... And lip it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it's perfect. Yeah. Okay, so this is, this is a fun episode. Um, I think... If you've been following our journey here on this podcast, on Instagram, I mean, we've been travelers for 10 years, more than 10 years at this point. Mm -hmm. We're coming up on a, oh my God, 11 years, Mm -hmm. August. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's August 30th. Yeah. Wow. Technically, I took my first assignment September 4th. Okay. But we left on August Mm -hmm. 30th. Wow. That's, we left Florida and our home and our jobs and all that. That's crazy. So we're coming up on 11 years. And through that journey, we have tried a lot of different stuff, right? Like we've, you know, taken contracts, we've traveled the world for long periods of time. We've moved to Bali. We've started a fitness business. We've burned our scrubs like six times. We've burned our scrubs. Yeah. We've started traveler school. We've started this podcast. We've built travel backpacks. We started trips we we've gone prn we've left like we have really done the gamut of trying a bunch of different things to see what feels good what works what doesn't and the beautiful thing is that we've always been able to pivot and change course and try something because we've always had the safety net of healthcare traveling and contracts and being able to pick contracts up quickly when we've made decisions that maybe didn't go as planned or we wanted to make more money or we decided something wasn't for us and we want to go take a contract and and rethink and rebuild we've always had that available to us and i think that that's such a beautiful gift and we talk about this all the time but just that this traveling lifestyle gives you this opportunity to really try a bunch of different things and put yourself out there maybe take a risk maybe you know, go travel for six months and spend all your money or try a business venture or whatever it is that you want to do. And you always have something to come back to when you're ready for it and when you need it or if you want it. And I just, it's so unique, uh, this crazy lifestyle that we live. And I just think that's really freaking cool. No, you you worded that really beautifully, but you did leave out uh, traveling the world for a year and being YouTubers. You know, we tried that too. Oh my gosh, yeah. That <sighs> that was like the dream. I mean I mean we we've been shooting our YouTube since two thousand seventeen, but we were we went hard until basically twenty twenty two. We were like we kept going in and out, right? Like we'd come home 
our contract and then we'd be like we need to get back on the road and shoot videos videos is what we love and then it was like in 2022 we're like not anymore dude like no i know and that's the thing too is like we when we first decided we were like moving to bali and in 2016 and we 2017 saved all was it we moved we we did it was january 11th 2017 oh okay 20 i always say 2016 okay 2017 um and we were both working a contract in Seattle and we saved all of our money and decided that we are moving to Bali and we are going to be YouTubers and we are going to build a spiritual course, build a spiritual course. And we're <laughs> whoa, like we are going to be digital nomads and like make all this money. And uh-huh. we had these big dreams and the people we followed at the time, they were all doing that. And we thought, wow, why not us? Let's do this. And long story short, like I think, when it comes to specifically the YouTube, I I love, we love doing videos and I think we're really good at it. And if we would have stuck with it, I think it would have turned into something bigger. I actually really, really believe that, but it was so much work and it was something that you really, really had to give everything to and commit 100% because of the amount of hours it took to edit and all of that, which we've talked about before. So we never stuck with it. But I mean, people still reach out to us today like, I loved your Rome videos. Like they were so helpful. Do you have tips for this and this and this? Like our videos on YouTube. We still gain a hundred subscribers a month I without know. doing anything. And I just, I love YouTube. I wish it wasn't so time consuming or, or we have so many other things going on. Like that's just not the There's priority. There's no way I could, I mean, I have, I have, I literally still have Santiago wine tour in my hard drive that I was supposed to do a video on. Just never did I it. Know. Like, it's just too difficult. It's too difficult with all the things we have going on. And it's not that much of a passion of ours. Like, I would rather be doing blogging and our website and our traveler trips and traveler school and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting... And this podcast. And this podcast, yeah. Because it's interesting. A lot of people will reach out to us and say, hey, like, do you have tips on, you know, like, do you have anything written out of, like, where to eat in Bali or where to stay in Bali or this or that? And... You know, that's, that always happens. And I'm like, oh, well, we have YouTube videos, but YouTube videos are great. But I also realize that for me, when I'm researching a trip, I like to read blogs. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, yeah, you can kind of, we always want to do videos to share what we are doing and give tips and all the things. But you can also do that in written content too. And it doesn't take as long. No, I agree. And I think the written content's even better for what we want. Because like you said, we used to research, when we first started researching, we would watch YouTube videos specifically Karen, Nate, Lost LeBlanc, like people that were doing things that we wanted to do. And that's how we researched. And then we would go in and see where they were and then type them into Google. And like, that's how we started doing our trips. So it's like seeing now it's like, but when you research, you go to blogs, to Wandering Souls, like all the different blogs and read. And then you have stuff in writing that you can copy, paste, create your own list. Yeah. I prefer reading. I I love both. But anyways, that was such a tangent. So I think the point was that we really wanted to be YouTubers and we gave it a try, but then we ended up coming to Bali and like a surprise, surprise, our channel did not take off Mm -hmm. right away. And uh, you know, we ended up traveling for a few months, spending all of our money and then having to come back and take a contract. But knowing that that was available gave us peace of mind to give it a try. And even though it didn't necessarily work out how we thought, we learned so much and we pivoted, we came back and we, took contracts and continued doing YouTube Mm -hmm. and then traveler school was born from that, that idea. So again, we, it's 
things don't always happen exactly the way you thought, but then you pivot and you, you try something else or a new idea comes. But the through line through all of it, my point of all of that was saying that traveler school or traveler school, traveling has always been that beautiful bucket and that beautiful safety net that we've returned to time and time again that has given us the support and inspiration and space and the financial gain that we've needed to be able to take risks and try something new. Um, and I'm really grateful for that. And so that kind of spins into where we are now and this big life change and this big pivot that we are now making again in our life. Mm -hmm. No, totally. And I, and I think, you know, I can't stress traveling. You know, it's kind of like we used to talk about all the time in the beginning, if you were full-time and getting into traveling and it's something that we're super passionate about and we always say like if you get into traveling then um and you don't like it you can always go back full time it might not look the same right but you can always return back to where you were and i think when you actually take the step from health like full time to traveling and you're in the travel groove then it becomes next level really like you can do and try so many different things and literally always return back to traveling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's nothing that you can't do besides totally fucking up a contract or getting fired or like being a bad traveler that you could literally leave for nine months and be like, eh, I'm ready to come back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when else can you do that? And like you said, take risk try new things see what works see what doesn't like I, you know me being a manager at stanford children's and building that thinking like hey maybe this is something that i'll be super passionate about and then after like three years being like screw this i'm out like i need to be a traveler again i don't like being full-time at a place yeah you know what i'm saying like i took that risk i saw what it was like and then we built like you said all the different businesses all the different ventures all the different trials and errors that we've done traveling the world for a year just hanging out like there's so many things we were able to do but the through line like you said was always calling our recruiter and boom back on and it. i think too you know one of our friends she came to peru with us and um she really wants to come to bali with us and she's trying to like figure this out but she was a traveler and decided she wanted to go perm um and give that a try and and she liked the people she liked the place she met a guy all the things and she was there for a couple months and then realized oh my god i made a huge mistake what am i doing this is not for me and so she's trying to get out of her lease and she has an interview with a travel job uh, to start traveling again and again it just goes back to she wouldn't have known like that wasn't the move for her unless she just gave it a try and i think you know, we talk about this a lot, but it's safe to change your mind. I think a lot of times we feel like, oh, if, if we if we go back to perm, but then we start traveling again or we try we try something and we're like, ah, this isn't for us and we want to go back to something else. We almost are like, but we, we said we were going to do this or we said we were going to do this or we made this commitment and it's all bullshit. It's like, it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to pivot. It's okay to try something and be like, fuck it, that's not for me. Try something new. That's what life is. It's a trial and error of like tr doing the things that you feel led to and that feel good, seeing how that feels when you put it on and then making a decision from there. But it's all, life is all about trying new things because if you're not putting yourself out there and trying something different and switching it up and then maybe pivoting in a different direction, you're kind of, that's like the definition of just staying in the same place and like going through the monotony of being kind of stuck in like the hamster wheel of just routine 
if you're continuously doing the same thing and you're not really trying something different. And well, that's the opposite of the life that I want to live. Well, I think that's interesting. And this is a total, like you said, totally off script here, but it's, where do you think that came about? Like, where do you think that happened? That trying a whole bunch of things equals failure, equals flighty, equals like whatever the judgment is from the outside versus literally listening to as many podcasts as we do, hearing that the most successful people in the world, when you say like, what was your success because of? A lot of them say, because I literally just tried new things and figured new things out and gained new skills along the way and figured out what the hell I was really good at. And until I did all those things, I had no clue. So this whole thing about finding your passion, well, nobody knows your passion is. You have to try a whole bunch of things to actually figure what that is. And for some reason, we've got that flipped up in the world. At least I think so. That it's like this judgment of like, if you try a bunch of things and you fail at like, quote unquote, fail in, in the world's perspective of like what you set out to do, then like, it's a bad thing versus like, it's the best thing you can do. And I would actually stress that for young young people in this world. Like, try as many things as you can. Yeah. And I think that's missed somewhere. I think, I think it depends on the people you surround yourself in be, with because I think there's mm. two different thought systems. And I think where we tend to play and to listen and to connect with on different podcasts, we're obviously really big into, like, the entrepreneurial world and listening to podcasts and hearing people's stories of that it's all about failing, right? They're, they're very pro fail, pro, you know, give it a try. If it doesn't work out, it's something new. All the, all the big mistakes, all the times they put themselves out there and it didn't work out and it led somewhere new. And we tend to dwell in that space. And so it almost feels like it gives us permission that that is normal. That's very normal. Mm -hmm. Like we, people are constantly trying new things and putting themselves out there. And then there's this other bucket. I think that you know, it feels like a failure of, you know, oh, if I if I tell all of my friends and family, I'm going to start, you know, healthcare, I'm going to travel as a sonographer, and I'm going to quit my job and sell everything, and I'm going to go, and everyone's like, I don't think that's a great idea. And then you go do it, and you don't like it. And then you kind of feel like, well, now I'm coming back home, and I look like a failure, right? Instead of just being like, dude, I gave it a try, and it wasn't for me. And it's all good because now it's like, I know that I can check the box and come back. But I do think a lot of people have this misconception of, mm. and I do think it can be embarrassing. Like I think it's embarrassing. It's hard to put yourself out there. It's hard to be like, I want to try something new. I want to, you know, maybe post this on Instagram or I want to try this blog or do this podcast or go travel or whatever it is. And like it doesn't work out or you don't get the response maybe you thought. And I think there's a sense of embarrassment that, oh, I didn't make it. And I think that holds people back from just trying it. So do you think it's a fear of I told you so? Yeah, I told you so or just kind of, yeah, like maybe not even I told you so depending on if people are telling you not to do something kind of like us, like when we started traveling, people were like, you're making a huge mistake. Don't do it. Mm. Like, what are you doing? It's career suicide. Well, I mean, even with your sister and the whole declaration of traveling the world for a year. And like, there was a little bit of aggression that came out of both of us. And we were like, it doesn't matter if we made a declaration or not. We did it. And we realized like, we don't really want to travel for a year straight. Like we would rather go hard for three or four months, come home, relax. Like, yeah. Cause I think, 
Yes, that's a great example because when she said that, because she's like, you guys don't always have to make these like big declarations. And like, that was a big trigger for me because we had been talking about wanting to travel the world for a year for so long. It's a dream, it's a passion. And it was something that, you know, we watched other people we follow do. And we're like, yes, that's for us. I want to have this experience. Oh, my gosh. And we're going to have a YouTube channel. And it's going to be this huge <laughs> we're thing. we're going to pair it with the podcast. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be next level. <laughs> All of our dreams, passions, everything coming true, coming together. And then we go give it a try and realize, like, honestly, where we were at that time, traveling for an entire year wasn't exactly what we wanted. We we felt kind of burnout. We were launching the backpack at that point. There was so much going on. And it was like, I don't really want to keep going for a year. But there was that feeling of, but we've been saying we were gonna do this publicly. Now I feel like we have to, because if we don't, it means like we didn't say we, well, we didn't do what we said we were gonna do. And it's almost like a quote unquote kind of failure when that's actually really not the truth, we gave it a try and realized, eh, I don't know if this is what we want to do. Let's pivot and try something else. But at the time, that was a really tough decision to make. Oh, I got, I got one thing to say on that topic. 2024. <laughs> what does that mean? You don't know? Next year? 2024. Yeah. Look what it... I mean, well, look, it's gonna, just funny. We're going to get into it. It's a really good throughway to what we should be talking about right now we've gotten off on a little side road here yeah but i think yes we're, we're gonna hit on the 2024 thing but yes it's kind of like this full, full circle moment but i think again it's just coming back to the fact that you asked why some people yeah. don't do it and i think there's because there's some embarrassment there there's some oh it didn't work out and and i think you can think about it like that but you can also think about it as a way uh or, or don't think about it like that think about it as a way of just you never know until you go. That's something we say all totally. the time, whatever that is. Give something a try. It's safe to change your mind and it's okay to change your mind. And it's actually a really great thing to pivot and change direction. Agreed. And I think as long as you're using each thing to say like, what can I learn from this? What, what can I take away from this? What do I want to apply into the next thing I try? And you're using it for your good and your growth and your evolution to your next stage in life. That is such a positive, healthy, growth-minded, open-minded way of living your life. And I wouldn't want to do anything any different. And I encourage people to try new things, especially if you are in the healthcare traveling industry, because when it specifically comes to money, you always have something you can go back to mm -hmm. to make a quick buck. Always, 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 if you have a skill, you went to school for it, it's always there for you and you can always come back to it and start making money right away. Mm -hmm. And that is like the biggest safety net gift thing that we could ever have. Totally. Not everybody has that. No, absolutely. So utilizing this career that we have to funnel and fuel other dreams and passions that we want to explore is just something I feel super passionate about. I agree. Okay. So then that kind of leads into this whole transition. Mm -hmm. So where do we even start? So as you guys know, I left New York at the end of January. We decided to head back to Florida just because our families are there. We were going to be traveling. We had P Patagonia planned, Peru planned, Bali planned, and at the time Oaxaca planned um, to really to do those trips within the year. Actually, we only had Patagonia and Peru, to be honest with you. 
um, at the time. And then we came back to Florida and we were like, we'll do PRN jobs, which we talked about. Hold so, on. so just slow down for just a second. So if you want to hear that whole story about how we transitioned into PRN and why we decided to like stop taking contracts, we have a whole episode about that. So you can go back and kind of listen to that whole like storyline of that. But that is why we went to Florida. Okay, go ahead. So then we realized that why are we trying to be good PRNs? PRN doesn't really work for us. It's mentally kind of taxing of like, when are they going to call the money that we would, that we would get is shit compared to like the amount of mental angst and the fact that it would take us away from the business and what we were doing. And we had a realization on March 3rd because we took a little post-it note of just like, wow, like we realized that if we just book more trips with everything else we have in the business with the backpacks and traveler school and things like that, like we're good to go. We don't need to work PRN. What's, what are we doing? Like, why are we trying to be good PRNs? Let's go all in. And that has been the story since March 3rd. And we stopped taking PRN in May and like, Technically, I'd never worked another day after orientation, um, but basically, I mean, we that gets us up until like what August, like right before we left here. Yeah, so we tried the PRN thing again and realized like that wasn't that wasn't the vibe for us. No. It was too much back and forth. They were too demanding on what they needed and. You know, we realized we had this moment of um, because we booked Peru and we did one trip and we had all these people who wanted to do a second trip. And we were like, we can't do that because we have to come back and like pick up ships. And we're like, that's insane. Like what we want to be doing are these trips and we want to be growing these trips in the community and like all the things like that's what we're passionate about. We're going to say no because we have to like pick up some ships like Mm -hmm. It just didn't work. It mm. was like, this is ridiculous. Mm. You know, we're giving up this opportunity to build Travis Adventures, which is what we actually want to do mm-hmm. because we feel like we have to be good PRNs and show up and be helpful. So that really became like the big decision maker for us of like, I think let's take a step back from the PRN. We're grateful that we had that opportunity. It brought us to Florida and it got us settled into the space that you know, we have our home there and, and we wanted some stability in between all these trips. And so we wanted to give that a try. How would that feel? Because we were traveling so much. And also, I think another big factor with, with Florida is our families are there. And we haven't lived in Florida in 11 plus years, right, since we've been traveling. And we go home often because our families are there and all of that. But we've always teetered on do we really want to live there? Like when we choose to kind of settle down a bit, we want to have a family in the next couple of years. Do we want to be close? Do we want to be in Florida? And is it as, can we, do we really like it, right? And so we lived in this new neighborhood, our Riverside, this house we got, like this feels cool. It's like this hip upcoming area. Let's give it a go and like really see how we feel about Florida. So that was another part of it because we did want to make a decision about this whole Florida thing. That was a big part of it. Totally. And I mean, besides the fact that we can drop Mimi off, the family's there, and there's no such thing better than Florida shrimp. I mean, that's pretty much it, you know? And it's like, I, it's, it's a good place to visit. 
it'd be. A, I think we have realized now, and I mean, there's more of the realization, but um, we've realized now that Florida is a great place to either have an investment property that we can return to, or buy a van and live somewhere else and drive down to Florida to visit family and stay in our van and kind of drive down to the Keys and do beach camping in the van. Like that's pretty much it, right? Eat a bunch of shrimp, hang out with family, go to the beach, and then leave in our van and go back home. Yeah. And I think when we first got there, I really enjoyed it. I, I was like, wow, this is cool. Like we're living in this city because like we're living downtown. And it was this new neighborhood and it felt really good to be back. And we'd go to the beach and we'd meet up with like family. And we're like, okay, this like feels really good. Where I, like our friends Joe and Sarah came to visit us and we were almost like talking them into moving to Jacksonville, right? And they live in Seattle and we're like, oh, it's so great here. And there's a lot of things about Florida that I love. I love the beach culture. I love that you can pull over and go to like a shrimp shack on the side of the ocean. And I love our families are there. So there's a lot that I love about it. And I was really feeling that at first of like, Oh, I think I could I think I could stay here, right? It's more affordable. We could buy a house, all the things. Well, it's gotten a lot more expensive, but in the grand scheme of things, right? So I think it felt really good, but that over time as us being there, it kind of started to like mm. It wasn't until Peru. Yeah, but even before that, it was like dwindling 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 a little bit because it was very very hot, which <laughs> is one of our biggest issues. Mine especially is like I don't do well in heat and I love to be outdoors. I love to be outside and I want to like go for walks and go hiking and all the things. And honestly, I know it's a mindset thing, but the humidity and the heat in Florida is so miserable to me that it's just not enjoyable. And the only thing to do outside is to go to the beach. Like we don't have a boat. We don't fish. We're not divers. Like, so the, the culture, the outdoor culture in Florida is not something that I'm into. And so I start, think it started to dwindle, dwindle, dwindle. Then we went to Peru and kind of had this very breakthrough moment of clarity mm. so in Peru. One, one thing first. Do you think that you don't handle the heat because you are always in heat? What do you mean? What does that mean? Do you not know what that means? Like sex? You know, they say like, like a, I'm a horn dog. Like a dog's in heat? Yeah. So I am when, always... you, when you said that, you're like, I don't do good in heat. And Wait, I was... but heat means you're getting pregnant. No, heat means you're like looking for like dogs in heat. They're they're looking for a snatch. Yeah, but they're trying to get pregnant. Yeah. Okay, so I don't want to get pregnant, but I I'm always. Okay, you missed the joke because okay, you said, yes, I'm always. You said, it doesn't have to be a discussion. I'm it was in the heat. Po- yes, maybe. it was the point because you're like I don't do good in heat, and my first thought was just like, oh my god, is it because you're always in heat yes, that you babe, don't that do good in heat? Be, yes, you're right. That's probably the, that's probably right. <laughs> Okay, and great joke. I'm not always in heat. Great joke, So then, babe. like, I can handle the heat, you know? Yeah, but you've, you've, like... I know. That's a whole nother story. You've completely turned the corner on the heat at this point. I have. You do not like it anymore. It's true, because I'm more in heat. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so, anyway, um, but what, what it was, was, you know, Kim and I have always, ever since we've even started traveling, we've had the luxury, which is another plug for traveling, as healthcare professional, we've been able to live in Seattle, live in San Francisco, live in upstate New York, live in Connecticut, live in Atlanta, live in Janesville, Wisconsin, live in San Diego, San Diego in St. Louis, and I mean, Bellingham, and I mean, it just the list goes on and on, right? I already said that. Yeah. Um, so we've been able to really pinpoint like, where do you want to live if we quote unquote settle down? And like, 
none of those places, we thought one of those places would stick. And we'd be like, oh my God, we love it here. I don't care what we're doing. This is where we're living. This is where we want to raise a family. This is where we want to be. Let's buy a piece of property, like blah, blah, blah. I was always looking for that place. And if it ever came to it, I was going to pay for a piece of property or figure something out, right? And like focus on that. And it just never came about. And so Kim and I have always said, well, the one place that we haven't gone that we've always had a pool to is Colorado. And we love the culture there. We love everything we've heard of the culture. We have talked to, I'd say, people in the hundreds of people that have lived there and nobody's ever said a bad thing about it. Like, it, it's a lifestyle state, which is what we really want. And so it's always been in the back of our minds. So with that being said, we were in Peru and I, I woke up one morning and we went to breakfast and then I came out of the breakfast like hut and I turned around and I looked up and it was just like this gorgeous like snow-capped mountain that was behind me the whole time the air was crisp it was perfectly green we were right next to a stream and we were just walking and it was peaceful and the sun was out and it was kind of chilly and it was like that moment of just like this is my happy place and where do I find this type of atmosphere in the United States and it was like Colorado and it just hit me and it just felt like Yes, like that's all I needed. That's it. That's my answer. Yeah, and and I th we had that moment that morning, and it was kind of a, an accumulation of many things. Of and in Colorado, you know, if you've been following this podcast, is somewhere that has been, you know, on our hearts for a long time, and we've tried to get there, like to as a contract, it never worked out. But it's something we've always teetered back to, teetered back to, teetered back to. And it was like Florida, Colorado, uh, what do we do? Florida really only because of family. And if we have kids and everyone says, oh, you want to be close to your family. But like, really, there's a lot <laughs> of people who have kids all over the place and they're not close to their family. And like, I think being in Florida made us realize that like, yes, we like being close to our family, but that's, you know, we see our families once or twice a month. Like that's 10% of your overall life. So to kind of give up all the things that we love so much about the life we want to live and, you know, how I envision ourselves, like, you know, even raising a family, like going for hikes and camping and being in the mountains, like that is more important to me than the 10% of time you spend with your family, right? Like obviously we can go see them and whatever, but I think, we've gone back and forth and back and forth. And in that morning, we had just that clarity of like, we have to give this a try. We got to give it a try because we talk about it. We talk about it. We talk about it. And we always say, you never know until you go. And so I feel like we have to go and do a year lease in Colorado and really see what we think about it. Because we may get there and be like, you know what, this seemed great in theory, but like this really, for whatever reason, isn't for us, right? Check it off the list. Or we might get there and be like, we're never leaving. Mm -hmm. You just never know until you give it a try. So or we might get there and say, maybe it's not this, maybe it's not Denver, it's more Boulder, or maybe it's not Boulder, it's Lafayette, maybe it's Centennial, maybe it's like wherever, right? And like, but I think yeah. we'll know the overall vibe of the state itself versus then like, okay, let's pinpoint where it is we should live. Right. And so that was like that morning. It was so clear to us as like, we have to give it a try. Mm -hmm. We got to give it a try. So then circling back to, we have a year lease in Florida until February. So we were kind of questioning, you know, should we renew our lease? Um, because again, we're traveling a lot and we have, 
you know, my sister and Aaron's mom are there. They watch Mimi. It's very easy, right? It's a very easy place to come back and forth from. And we have family there to help us. Hey, can you stop by the house and do this, right? It kind of like made sense. And so like, should we renew our lease? What should we do? And then, you know, we're leaving for Bali in January and our lease is until February. So we're like, we're paying for this place. And like, we're never really there. Like we, what did you say? We've been there for 13 weeks. So since we got the lease at the end of January, we've only been in the house for 13 weeks. Which is crazy because yes, it is so nice to have a place to return to in between, you know, these, these trips. Like it's so great. But the fact that we're paying so much money, a lot of money for rent and all the things that go with that for a place that we're like hardly ever at. And the, I think what really became clear in that moment when we, when we said we have to give Denver a try, it was like, also, we know that this is not our forever home. Florida. Mm -hmm. Right. So why are we kind of putting money into this house every single month when we know when we do, quote unquote, maybe stop traveling as much or settle down some, like that's not where we want to be. So it's not like we have this great place in Colorado that we're like, oh, this is our home. We're building it. We're going to be here we know we're gonna be moving from that place. So why are we continuing to like shovel money into this? Well, can I say, mm -hmm. so I remember we were sitting up in the uh, loft area. I was on the swing, you were on your chair and it was that around the time that you made the realization of like, why are we trying to be quote unquote good PRNs when we could actually like do another Peru trip and be perfectly fine and start doing more trips and like let's launch bali like let's do bali let's do holy crap like let's do oaxaca like this year like let's do it right let's go let's plan these trips and then we'll set up our 2024 and just go 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 we're like oh my god we can do that so like we have the time like it became this excitement but i remember you saying like i know this sounds crazy but should we just be nomadic and i was like no you know how that feels you know what we did when we left in August of 2022 to travel the world for a year. You know how long that lasted and blah, 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 and how we felt and all these kind of things. And that was the end of it. Yeah. And then it was literally like we get back from Peru and you come upstairs. You're like, hear me out. Okay, wait, hold on. Because <laughs> so we have this big whiteboard in yeah. our living room yeah. and we were mapping out 2024 and we're like, okay. What Travis says adventure trips do we want to do? And what are the dates for those trips? And what are the trips that we know we want to research because we want to do? So Costa Rica was a new trip that we wanted to add next year. And so in order to add that trip, we would need to go and really explore and then do all the things and whatever so that we could plan a research cool trip. It, yeah. yeah. So we have the whiteboard of, you know, the, the year of, okay, this is what we want the year to look like with the trips and, and, and all the things, right? And so I'm like looking at that and I'm like, wow, okay. If we really are gonna be doing trips like this in the beginning of the year, we're not even gonna be here. We're not gonna be anywhere. Like we're gonna be on the go and then we have like these gaps in between. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of is what triggered that thought again where I was like, hey, like hear me out because 
I, I, we've gone back and forth about like being nomadic always feels like a really great idea, but then we do it and we kind of get exhausted and we want stability and we go back and forth about all the things all the time. But I'm like looking at this for the first, you know, five months, six months of the whole year, we have not that much time in between. Oh dude, we're, we're, if we literally do this between all of our trips and then August and then September being TravCon and then trying to plan something else in October, we won't be done with trips and TravStuff stuff until late November. Right, so that's what I was saying, especially in that first part of the year, you know, we're kind of paying all of this money for a place that we're really not utilizing and we're really not like gonna be there. And, you know, in the middle of these trips, it's like, going somewhere and being nomadic and kind of setting up shop and using that as a way to research a new location for a possible trip in the future or whatever it is, it does kind of make sense because we would save so much money, mm -hmm. so much money. And it just kind of clicked. It kind of just made sense. Well, that's what we were saying was, you know, we were pretty much done after Bali and then we were trying to like figure out should we launch Oaxaca, should we not? And like Oaxaca kept like closing and closing and closing and we just, the issues kept popping up with hotels and the amount of people and the fact that it's Day of the Dead and like all this kind of stuff. And so we were actually thinking anyway to take October, November, December because of the fact that our 2024 is so packed that we are going to have to clean out the house and have it packed up by the time we leave for Bali, even though we're still paying rent until February. Right, so circling back, so when we were making that decision, should we renew the lease, we came up with the, okay, A, we're not gonna, we're not going to renew the lease because mm -hmm. we know we don't wanna be in Florida and why are we gonna pay for this house that we're never at? Like, love the place, but like, we're never there. What's the point? We're mm -hmm. spending thousands of dollars every month for somewhere yeah. that we're never at. Yeah. So we made that decision of, okay, we're going to, to give up the house and <laughs> we will be nomadic in between these trips until we don't want to be anymore. What is that? I don't know. It's a whistle. It's the wind. We got weather coming in. Oh. So we made that decision. That felt very clear of like, again, it's we'll make, It's not that we're, we're going to travel for a year. We're doing this or that. It's like, this makes sense from a financial standpoint. Instead of coming back to Florida all the time and this and that, let's be nomadic and figure it out until, until we're ready to get another lease. And that lease will be in Colorado because 100%. that is where we want to spend a year to see what we think about it. 100%. And when we're ready to do that, probably at the end of next year when things settle down a little bit, that is when we would make that move. Well, totally. And I think like, so that came to fruition. So yes. We were dead on with that. There's no wavering in that. Then it was like, okay, cool. Like, why are we paying all this money for this house? Let's just be nomadic. But like on top of that, let's blow Travis's adventures out the water and let's also like revamp Traveler School and do this podcast and like really go hard after Travis, right? And like that was like our main focus. And then on top of that, like how do we how do we work, save money, and like be able to come out on top and start really like saving and having a bunch of money left over for us to make more decisions that we want to make. So that was like our focus. 
So it's like you got to eliminate things. So why pay all this rent? Let's live nomadic. Let's live cheaply. Let's mm -hmm. bounce around because technically we have to anyway because of our travel schedule. So it all just kind of works. It all made sense. So it, then... Going back to like this minimalistic <laughs> lifestyle um, made sense. So yes. Yeah, so then... And then... And then... <laughs> the next part of that was like, oh, we have these three months in a row... And we had this amazing opportunity. Well. So I guess how it started was we went out to lunch. And a girl that Aaron used to work with in Bellingham, Washington, texted him and said, Hey, not sure if you're still traveling, but would you um, be interested in coming back and like taking a contract? And at first was like, uh no <laughs> yeah i don't take contracts anymore well no but just like no like whatever and that's not like the vibe right now and then the more that we thought about it we were like well that's interesting because we have these three months if there was a job for me and we could both go and we could like make all that money and save all that money oh my god that would be absolutely such a great opportunity for us to like make a shit ton of money and all the things and save it and really gear up for next year. <laughs> and so that kind of peaked the whole conversation. And then that ended up like there wasn't an ultrasound job. So we're like, well, that doesn't make sense. We're not going all the way to Bellingham across the country. We love it there, but like that doesn't make a lot of sense. So we kind of put a pin in that. But that sparked the whole conversation, right? It's like funny how seeds are planted and then everything kind of grows from that. Well, it was, it was funny because then we're talking we're like, oh, Bellingham doesn't work. But oh my God. I literally just kind of fluffed off this conversation, but uh, the manager for Emory had reached out a couple weeks before and said, hey, not sure if you're traveling, not sure what you're up to, but we really need some help and we would love it if you came and helped us out, if you could. And I was like, I kind of brushed that off of like, no, like our travels are, we're traveling the world and like, you know, running these trips and like, I'm not really taking contracts right now. It's not in our car it's not what we're doing right now so then i was like interesting so i reached back out and i was like hey well hold on so we talked about it because we were like well that could be that is such a great opportunity so where could we both find a contract in these three months like break our lease mm -hmm. um get out from underneath this lease break the lease and go take a contract where we could make a shit ton of money and set ourselves up for next year so then we started to have this conversation that we were like oh we weren't planning on having this conversation but wow this makes sense and like let's fucking do this so then you reached back out so emery came up because you've worked there multiple times and the fact that um, Aaron's uncle lives in Atlanta and has a carriage house that we could move into so we would not have to find housing and spend all the money as we all know to get to the place and get the housing and all the things. So we're like, well, Atlanta would make sense. Well, totally. And then with my grandmother who passed away and while we were in uh, Peru, we're doing like her family ceremony for Thanksgiving at my uncle's house in Atlanta. So that's something that I wanted to be present for. I wanted to be in town for. Uh, all my cousins are coming in. It's like a whole thing. Um, and so I wanted to be there. And we were like, wait, we could do Emory, live in the carriage house. Everybody's coming for Thanksgiving to do Nana's ceremony. Like it's perfect. And we were taking three months off to start 
our 2024 Travis S in January, and it's like balls to the wall the whole year. So like, this works. It made it kind of just like clicked, and the more we thought about, it, we're like, okay, well, and then it's like we're coming home from Bali, and then you know we have to pack up the house and we have to put everything back in storage and. <sighs> get back on the road, but like going to Atlanta is not anything crazy. We're not driving across the country, you know, all the things that come with it. And so the more we thought about it, we're like, oh yeah, like that makes sense. And so we ended up deciding to move forward with it. And the goal is Aaron is taking the job in Emory. We're gonna live with his uncle. We're gonna put all of our stuff back in storage again, which is crazy. We're leaving our lease in Florida, and then I'm trying to also find a job in that area um, because the uh, the goal is we both want to work because that's where we can really, really make some moves financially is when we both are bringing in the income. So at this point, there I haven't found anything yet, but that's like the, the, the goal. But... Um, in the meantime, this is going to be the move when we get home, which is so crazy to think about and such a pivot and such a turn that when things happen, they happen fast. No, and I think it's just really beautiful because it really shows like the, again, the power of travel healthcare and the fact that like we don't need to work. We don't need to jump into these contracts. They just, they fit for what we're doing and they allow us to be in an advantage and like really step into 2024 on a good note. And it's like, we're home in three months. Where else could I call? Especially, you know, I'm grateful that I have a relationship with Emory and that I've done a good job while I was there because it, it allowed for me to say, listen, I'm not available for a full 13 weeks, but I'm available for 10. And they were like, perfect. Like, if that was just a random facility, that would have been hard to negotiate, mm -hmm. right? But it's like Emory, I was like talking to the manager via text, like, yo, dude, like, what's up? Like, I, I got 10 weeks, that's all I can do. And I need this time off for my grandmother. Is that cool? Like, he's like, absolutely, man. Can't wait to have you back. You know, it's mm -hmm. just like, and the bill rate's amazing. Like, well, yeah. you know, and it's like, and then we don't have to pay for like housing. An, housing. Like, it's just epic. It just works, right? And traveling has allows that to happen. Yeah. So that we hit 2024 just sprinting. Yeah. It's exciting. Honestly, it's exciting. And it's like, it just, when things, you know, work and there's a flow there, and we kind of just took one step at a time. We're like, okay, let's, well, what's the next step? Okay, let's reach out. Can we stay with your uncle? Is the house available? Um, is 10 weeks okay? Um, what can we do about our lease? Like there was all these steps. We're like, okay, let's just take the next one and kind of see what opens up. And if it continues to, to, to grow, great. Then we'll keep following that. But if the, if a door shuts or something doesn't work, then we also know that that's just not the right next step for us. And so we just kept staying open to what the next thing could be. And then it all fell into place really beautifully where now it's like wow this feels so good yeah and i'm and, excited and i think that was cool because i think kim and i both looked at each other and we we're like well i guess the one major thing that came out of this was we both firmly agree that we don't need this lease anymore i right yep, so if the yep. if the contract didn't come through i mean again i was asking for thanksgiving off and only doing 10 weeks and like i was trying to get 312s and not 410s and like i was trying to do all these things right and it was like this back and forth and like if this falls through it, it doesn't matter but i think we both realize that like why are we holding on to a lease for 
until February to pay all this money when we could just literally in the lease pay a month penalty and be nomadic. Exactly. That 100%. That was a huge clarity that we had. Yeah. It's just like this isn't worth it. This is way too much. We want to live as minimally as possible because then that allows us to continue to pursue our dreams and what we want to do. So why are we Yeah, all of that just didn't make well, sense. So And also the beautiful thing that like we both agreed like let's not push Oaxaca. Oh yeah, 100%. Remember? Because we were trying to, we were like, let's do October. No, let's do November. We knew it no, wasn't like, right. And then and again, as things happen, like a, if there was a resistance around it, we wanted to do it next year, but like we said we were going to do it. Let's just do it. Great way to end the year. And then we ended up having an issue <laughs> with the hotel again. It was almost like the door just closed for us. And like, I believe that like the universe is always guiding you to what you need. And that door just closed. It just it closed slammed shut. for us. And there yeah. was no choice. So that opened up this time to have these three months. And it was yeah. like, oh my God, we could never have done this if we did Oaxaca. This is exactly what we're supposed to do. It feels great. We're out of our lease. We get to go make a lot of money before we set up for next year. Um, and and be with your uncle and have this house. And let, I don't know. It just... It was like, damn, yes, thank you for like guiding us to this next step because I never, ever, ever saw that coming. Right, I agree. And it just feels good. And here we are. So Gibsons are leaving Florida, putting, <laughs> putting our stuff in storage, back in storage, taking pack, another contract, packing up the Jeep, heading back to Atlanta, and oh we God. will go from there, which is oh crazy. God. I know. Yeah. I'm like, is that like really happening? Sometimes this podcast, like, can, it's a good therapy session, but it's also an anxiety driver of, like, we're, we're just getting started with Bali. Like, now we're already talking about what we're doing when we're getting home, and, like, I was thinking about that, and I'm like, holy shit, like, I need to bring myself back to, like, it's August 28th, people are flying in, we're in Bali, we're about to lead an epic Bali trip, that's what we're doing right now, because yeah. that shit, like, I'm like, oh my god. yeah. Put a pin in it. We don't have to think about that right now in this moment. Yeah. Um, we will tackle that when we get home, <laughs> which we are pros at this point of packing things up and moving yeah. things around, and and it will be fine. So pay a, pay some movers and call it a day. Call it a day. Yep. So, anyways, that is the update, and uh, yep. we will keep you guys posted on all all the things yep and a big episode next week so definitely tune in we have an intro for something new that we're going to be doing on this podcast and i'm really excited excuse me really excited to tell you guys about it yeah and we don't really we've kind of let go of this and i think it's a disservice so if you are listening to this podcast and you enjoy this podcast please leave us a review give us feedback um what do you want to hear more of what do you like what do you don't like whatever like Leave us a review. It makes a big difference. Um, we stopped doing that, and I would really appreciate if you would take a moment to do that and share this with your friends. Um, and even if they just want to listen to the healthcare traveler quick tips every Tuesday, it's very geared towards just healthcare traveling and answering questions about it. So totally share it with your travel friends. And um, in the meantime, we will see you guys over on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G. You can follow us there. And I want we'll to see you next week. And I want to say that this podcast is on Apple. It's on uh, Spotify. Those are like the main two big ones that people listen to. It's on iHeart, it's on TuneIn, it's on all the platforms. So if you type in Trav Says, it's not just you know the, the major ones. There's whatever podcast platform that you listen to. Um, it's there, and if you can leave a review on whatever 
platform you listen to it on and you're able to leave a review, please do. That really does help us. Awesome. Cool. See you, next, see you next week. <laughs>